What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Carpool Gaming Presents talking about Summer Games as 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Turford. I'm joined in person right next to Sean Capri. Sean, how's it going? This table. Wait, is that when I do this table? Can I bang on the table now, Ryan? You already did. Hi, hi, Ryan. Hi, hi Sean. Hi, hi, hi Sean. Um, but we are also joined by some special guests. Well, actually, first of all, hold on. Carpool Gaming alumni, Court Lalonde's also here. Hi, say hi, Court. Alumni, alumni. alumni. I'm like, I'm, I, I you graduated. I, but, oh, yeah, like I'm on the team. <laughs> yeah. I'm not alumni. I'm, Did you retire? Now you're back? And Bob, we have a little, we have a little, thanks to Marcus O'Neill, we have a little uh, stuffy that will be with us at all times while we're here. Yeah, by the way, no one can actually see us right now. So they can't actually see us. I'm anything. okay with that. But we have it's a podcast. Of- the amount of podcasts that are out there that people talk about things that people can't see. Come it's on. true. Yeah. So we're joined by two very special guests who have, haven't been on any of our shows before. We're going to start with Jordan the Rose. We the GamerCast. We the GamerCast, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't count. Everyone's been on that show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they I haven't. Been on, I've been on the show twice. Yeah, yeah. Mind right. you, I was a fill-in when someone canceled. Jordan, how's it going? Awesome. I'm doing really well. Thanks a lot for uh, for having me along. This is, this is fun. Quick plug your podcast. Quit, but at the start. At the yeah, uh, we're at Royal City Gaming. Uh, we do a weekly show or bi-weekly show, depending on what we have going on. But uh, just me and my buddy, Mateo. Whoa, Mateo, my voice is cracking. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, you can find us. Nice, nice. And then we got one final guest who's never been on a podcast before, not even with the gamer cast, Sean. Nighthawk is also here. How's it going, Ben? Thanks for having me. I, I don't know who says not to meet your heroes because they're wrong. Because this is one Damn! Of, this wow! Is one of, oh, this is one of the I need to leave now before I like yeah. something no. up. We've retired <laughs> a little bit clamped. Sean, we're retiring on top. We, we finally met someone who called us our hero. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you, guys. No, thanks for coming. I mean, of course, everyone knows you from the Discord as well. If you're Also, he is our model. That's right. Guys, the merch model as well. Dude, we should have just brought like a whole bag of merch. No, just, like, I should have brought like my good camera. I have an art, uh, like a SLR camera. I should have just taken pictures in that shirt. I could have worn my ones with all my sweat stains now. Nice. Yeah. Guys, yeah. guys, I, I told my Active wife. Activewear, they call it, <laughs> at Carpool Gaming. Yeah. I told my wife about this and she's like, those guys are idiots. I don't know what they're looking at because that's not why I, I married you. It's all the personality. My wife says the same thing about me. See? Sean says like nice yeah. comments. And I'm like, yeah, my wife's just like, and I always say this, you know what? For every good looking person, there's someone that's like, meh. It's true though. My wife's like, I don't understand it. Well, lovely personality. I feel bad for you guys. Like, what the heck? <laughs> wives don't appreciate the good looks. What the heck is going on? Loves the personality. Well, no, after a while, it's just, you know. And it could be worse. You could just be like me and just always alone. Anyways, we're going to move on. Right. Move on. Because I don't know if you, I don't know if you knew about this. Yeah, no, that, no. The, the, the podcast sounds a little bit different, folks, because we're in person. Yeah, man. We're here for the Xbox showcase tomorrow um, from the day that you're listening to us. Um, and we wanted to actually talk about Summer Game Fest, have a little podcast in person. Because, Sean, if there's one thing that usually happens when we are in, in person we always do a podcast in person of some kind. Well, I think it's something special, like, because we always do this on a screen and it's the same every single time, but there's something like Court and I have high five five times since we started recording already. We're just, high like, five. We're just reaching across the table. Like we're, we're touching. I'm we're on, talking, I can already see it on the bubbles, by the way. <laughs> touching me. There you go. See, things are getting a little crazy. Yeah. Got scotch going around, a couple beers. Yeah. I got water. You're, you got a laptop. He's, I got a laptop. So yeah, this is going to be a little more of a relaxed podcast. It's probably like a little more, less. Almost like a sweet hang. Of course. Kind of like a sweet hang with Donnie Reese, which 
If only Donnie was here, Sean. That'd be amazing. I mean, we did watch the Devolver thing earlier. We were thinking of Donnie. So Donnie's in our hearts. He's listening to this. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk all about Summer Game Fest. Now, we were originally going to do like a reactions after our reaction video, which, by the way, if you only want to go watch that, it's on the YouTube page. Um, But... And also, can I say we haven't been copyright claimed and that I'm in Nailed it. Well, no, no, because I muted during some some key parts. You were smart because, like, so many people got copyright claimed. Oh. And then I looked. Like, so many people. Everybody was complaining the, about it. The I second I saw the 2K labels. Well, yeah, because I explained Because, like, as someone that is put out videos on YouTube, 2K, yeah, they don't like you doing that. Mm. And Nintendo, they don't like you doing that. And wasn't it a Metallica song, too? Like, it's a double. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but Ryan was very good. Like, yeah, we good didn't man. get hit. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm impressed. Yeah, we did nice. not get hit. Yeah. So that's why that video continue to live, continues to live in perpetuity for that reason. So go watch mm-hmm. it on the YouTube. But we're just going to go through all the announcements and just talk about what we're excited about, what we're not excited about, and then what we thought about the show overall. That's going to be kind of the show today. Um, so starting off with the show, we got Street Fighter Six. They actually showed us gameplay this time, not just, you know, the story, the story section. And we got to see Guile in action. He had a cool, he had like a, um, like a, a, a weird beard thing going on. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> He's got a weird beard. <laughs> he got a weird beard. His hair was going like sideways or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I, as a fighting game fan, I was actually really impressed with what I saw of the game, and I think it looks really cool. Um, also, we've been getting some impressions from uh, Maximilian Dude and some other folks because they got to go play Street Fighter Six in person during a Summer Game Fest event that's happening right now, and a lot of positive buzz about that game as well. So, guys, what did you think about Street Fighter? I'll start with Sean. I mean, I just want to say this right at the start that I pretty much am hyped about every single game that we're going to talk about. Like, I don't know what it is. And maybe it's just like, it's because it's Christmas for video games, but like, I <laughs> went to just like wish list everything. I want to know when everything's coming out. So even something like Street Fighter that I haven't, I didn't play five at all. Cause you know, exclusive. Um, I want to check this thing out. I am very interested to learn more about the non normal mode that they're introducing to this. Yeah. And who doesn't love a good, like, Guile stage music? Yeah. It's basically where I'm at. Nice. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, so fighting games are not really for me, per se, but there's been so much hype, like, on the internet. The fact that it's coming back to Xbox, (laughs) um, you know, day one. um, There's been a lot of people that at least are in the fighting game community that are really excited about that and really happy for them. For me, definitely not a game that I'm definitely playing, but uh, it's good to see. People seem to be happy. Nice. Court? Uh, for me, it just brought back old memories. I, I as an elder statesman on this podcast, <laughs> um, I played Street Fighter before it was Turbo on the Super nice. Nintendo. Uh, I was playing in the arcade, and I was I used to be good. And then for some reason, when it came to console, I get worked. But when I played in an arcade setup, I'm actually pretty decent at it. And I don't know why there's a there's a misconnect when I try and play it. Maybe I need I know when you I need have a play stick. Well, yeah. Super Nintendo had the old Super Nintendo stick you could actually get. Yeah. And you could actually play and like because yeah. you could do because there's certain things you need to do. Um from what I read online, everybody's just crazy about Chung Lee's thighs, which is just hilarious. That's like that's always new. been a thing. It's not new. Um, it's not new. But yeah, it, it looks like Street Fighter. The last Street Fighter, I I didn't have any hype level. Yeah. This one I was like. I kind of want to play it. Yeah. I don't know which. I probably want to play it on the PlayStation just for the DualSense. Because mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. did yeah. say that there are DualSense capabilities for it. So for me, it's going to be something I want to try on the PlayStation and figure it out. Mm. Go from there. See if I like it, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to hurt my thumb. And I'm going to be like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now you're talking, what do you think? I'm not a fighting game person, but even I was hyped watching yeah. this trailer. I think they're using the new RE engine as well. So it looked really nice. Yeah. That's so weird, right? Like... 
it's not a fighting game engine. I don't know if there is a fighting game engine, but mm-hmm. Capcom seems to be really confident with using it. I think they used it with Devil May Cry 5 as well. They use it with everything. Yeah, at so this they, point. they seem to really like it. So as a person who doesn't like fighting games, and the fact that this trailer got me into it is a testament to their marketing. I don't know if it's a day one thing, but I think I'll check it out somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this game again. I've talked about it before on like my hierarchy of fighting games. You know, Street Fighter is kind of near the bottom of the popular series because I'm more of a, you know, arc system works person like Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, or even something like Mortal Kombat because I love like the, the, the campaigns in the Mortal Kombat games. I think, you know, Ed Boon does a great job with those. So I'm really hoping that Street Fighter 6 maybe turns it around a little bit for me because um, I, I do like the combat in these games, but they're just, they're not as exciting to me as, you know, an Arc System Works anime looking game. It's too much to handle. I don't get it. I just need a fight like a Hadouken. That's it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I can handle. I don't know how to do that. 64 hit combos. But I, I will say this from what I understand is when I was, I tried out Street Fighter 5 on Street Fighter, the last Street Fighter, yeah. Street Fighter 5? Yeah. I yeah. Tried Before it 6 yeah. was 5. You know, I get that. Yeah. Cricket Scott. I just so. wanted to. I can't remember. Unless you're happened. Goat Simulator. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Can that be, no, hold on. We're going to get that. Turned we'll into get like, yeah, no, we got to go, go to Goat Simulator. That, that awesome. Honestly, you know what? Awesome. Fine. Street Fighter, I'm probably not going to, I'll try it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm out. But Goat Simulator, the fact, the best is their, their PR speech for it. There's an email that I got after the fact, and I, I didn't realize I was even on their thing, but I, I got one sent to me after, and I love how they were like, yeah, we know there was no Ghost Simulator 2, and I was like, that's Dude, the greatest thing ever. Everybody was awesome. so like, confused. confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. But that's just copying the, the hit movie series, well, Thanks Killing, where they skipped two, and they went straight to Thanks Killing 3. The fact that they did Dead Island, and like yeah. spoofed it, and... Then at the very end, had the guy step in the poop. Like yeah, everything about that trailer, I awesome. had no. If they would announce this game and I didn't watch the trailer, I'm like, I'm not playing this game. I watched the trailer. I'm like, I have you to gotta give it to him. You gotta give it to him. <laughs> like I have to. Everything about it was funny. It looked like fun. I don't know what it is about lately in my gaming. I just want to have fun. I am ready for something we're going to talk about later that's going to just tear my heart out yeah. and make me cry and have oh. emotions and just everything about it is going to be great. But at the same time, <laughs> it's good because I love that game. I know, it's, it's just, so weird. People do that all the it's time. Just, I right now have drawn myself into a game where I'm playing it every day because I'm having fun doing it. It's not because it's the cool thing mm-hmm. or it's the game everybody's talking about. I'm like, I just can't believe how much fun I'm having. Yeah. Which game is that? What, what game is that you play I, every single I, day? No, I can't. Tell me the show. Like, oh I, like my, I had no idea. But um, <laughs> yeah. just, what if you could hit the bat, hit the ball with a goat though? That's what, like, that's what it's, it, it just looks like. It's fun. Yeah. Like I, I was hoping Tunic was a, a game not too long ago that I was like I was watching and I had no clue that it was hard. It was yeah, balls <laughs> hard. Yeah. So I, I was this looks like fun. Now I'm gonna have so much. And no, no, that game was. Just, just terrible. Yeah, terribly hard. Anyways, is what. Yeah, no, that, I was no, I was calling it terrible. Maybe it might have been the trailer of the show. I will say, Ghost Simulator. The Ghost Simulator, honestly, because we we it fooled all of us. There's video evidence. We're like, this is it. They redid the trailer. They're showing it to us again. Did what? I think you you said, Corey. He's like, it's a different guy. It's the same trailer, but like they've updated the guy or something. Yes. Yeah, because we knew it's being rebooted. Yeah, so it would make sense that they would do that. Oh my it was, god! Honestly, it was a chef's kiss. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. Sorry. We got Aliens Dark Descent next. That's coming out in 2023. That that was a brand new announcement. And they showed this like cinematic trailer with like the alien stuff going on with the Marines and stuff. But 
We saw like a snippet of gameplay at the very end. And it's like a top-down shooter. Kind of looks like almost like Diablo, but for aliens is what yeah. they talk about it. Um, and for me, as an aliens fan, I'm of two minds with this because anytime they've tried something with aliens that's like goes in this direction that's very action heavy, it's always terrible. But so my expectations are being kept in check where I want this to be awesome, but man. I have a hard time getting excited for it, knowing kind of how the Alien games kind of turn up. But I hope it's great. I hope it, I hope for the best. But does anyone have any thoughts about Aliens: Dark Descent? I know. I, again, we're not going to go around the table for every game. Just a lot of the bigger stuff. But anything? I mean, have anything to chime in on Aliens: Dark Descent? Besides me, just hoping it's good. So I will jump in to say that like it had a heavy emphasis on a cinematic at the start, and it's like, okay, aliens. Is this aliens? And then you see some hints of. Things you've seen in other games and the and the movies as well, and then yes, of course, the alien, the xenomorph appears. It's an alien game, and you're kind of hyped up, like yes, let's get another one of these things. And then they show, like you said, like little glimpses of the gameplay at the end. And I will admit, like I was like, ooh, did I just get rickrolled a little bit here? Like, did they kind of fool me on this? But in the end, like I kind of, I don't know. Like to your point, there's been a lot of first person shooter games that. For, for in the alien universe that haven't really landed. And I think that that style, that isometric over the top kind of view works for pretty much everything. Like even like Tomb Raider yeah. actually worked in that way. So yeah, count me as probably the only person on this table or on this table who's hyped about this game, but I'm hyped about every game we're going to talk do we about. Think, do we think it looks like it's maybe a Game Pass game like day, day one? Like it's something that could definitely go into Game Pass? It's a possibility. Like we saw that with Aliens Fireteam Elite. Yeah. It just depends on, you know, if they, they want to reach out to Focus Home Entertainment to, to get that there. I think it would be a good fit. Yeah, I agree. But it's just a matter of do, does the company who's making it think that they can sell more than Microsoft's willing to give them? Yeah. But I can, I can see them approaching about that. Cause again, it wouldn't be the first time we've had an Aliens game in yeah. Game Pass before. But yeah. All right. Moving on. A game that I know. Probably almost everyone here at this table is excited about Callisto Protocol. Let's go. Now, the trailer for this that we got was the same we, we saw during State of Play, so we won't talk about that. But we got a new gameplay section of the trailer where basically they showed off some of the combat in this game. Um, like the, You had this gun where you could basically you know pick up the aliens and then throw them at a wall and stuff like that. It looked really, really cool. Of course, it's still coming out on December 2nd. So, Jordan, I'm going to start with you on this one. What do you think about Callisto Protocol? Yeah, I'm not a big horror game guy, but I actually loved this this particular trailer. I thought it was great. I am like a J. Is it Jake Duhamel? That's the guy. Josh. Josh, Josh Duhamel. <laughs> so that was I'm literally a huge fan. I'm a huge episode fan of, of it. What's his name again? Is it Jake? It's Josh. Definitely yeah, Josh. Strikingly handsome. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, yeah, I thought the trailer was was incredibly well done. As somebody who doesn't generally play in this particular genre, this is a game that I may consider picking up day one, especially around Christmas. I think it's it's something that looks pretty interesting. It's the perfect holiday game. You What's know? that phase core? What are you doing? May. He said May. It just it's like it's, it's like, like it's possible. Like, it's like it has to be. Like it's, it's so one that it, have you played Dead Space? I have not. Okay. Oh, so, there it is. That explains, yeah, it. That explains it. it. So, Dead Space is on Game Pass. You have homework now. If you would okay. like to come back <laughs> on any of these shows, you can't come back on until you played at least Dead Space 1 yeah, because man. the third one, you don't, you don't have to play it. Well, it was all about co-op and the co-op was okay. Yeah. You just play Dead Space 1. It's actually um, very good on yeah. Game Pass. There's some, it, it plays very well. My suggestion to you is, it is not as scary as everybody. Like, I don't like horror games either, but Dead Space to me is different because it's sci-fi horror. It's almost like Aliens where I don't consider it horror because I'm like, well, it's not real. But it does have jump scares. It does have really cool parts. 
Um, if you could play it in the dark, I would say do it. Yeah, man. Um, Get headphones. So yeah, yeah, it'd be no. so good. So Court's lying to you. It is actually quite it scary. It is terrifying. I'm not sure. It is incredibly scary. No. The sound design in Dead Space and in Callisto Protocol is phenomenal. Yeah, like, as a horror fan, when you just hear a sudden noise, yeah. but there's nothing there, that ramps up the terror. Mm-hmm. When Not just the jump scares, but you can't see things. Uh, it, it, it is scary. And I am beyond hype for Clisted Protocol. It's it's heartwarming to see because I feel like this is what they wanted to do yeah. <laughs> with Dead Space 3. But EA's like, no, you need to do co-op and microtransactions. But if they didn't, I think this is what the direction they would have gone with Clisted Protocol. Does it take anything away from you for this new game? This like Because you just mentioned like this is where they would want to go. And then they've got the remake coming afterwards. Like, does that... I don't know. How does that change it? I feel like the horror fans are feasting. This yeah, doesn't change anything. Yeah. Horror fans are eating well. Yeah. yeah. The first yeah. four months of from December to March, it's going to be amazing for horror. I will Sign say this up. as someone that plays on PlayStation and he plays on Xbox, as someone that has Dolby Atmos on my headset, Oof. if you don't play this game on the Xbox, I don't know how you're going to play it because there is a difference. It, and I, I do a PlayStation show. There is a difference between PlayStation 3D audio, and I air quoting right now for everybody who can't see this, because it's it's not the same as Dolby Atmos. When you can play something in Dolby Atmos, and Xbox does, you can get the licensing for $15 Canadian, so it's probably like free in the US, but you put your little headset on, mm-hmm. and you play a game of Dolby Atmos, a game like this, yeah, man. or even a game like Bioshock, if you want to play it, because it did, it scared the crap out of me. Mm. Play a game like this, and play it in Dolby Atmos with your headset on, you'd lose your mind. And that is a lot about the immersion, and that's like when we talk about a game like Resident Evil, that even do or de- any of these horror genre games, it scares me of how much the immersion has become into games. Like, I wish I could play on the PlayStation 5 with the dual sense, but have the Adobe Apples. I know they don't, they have their thing and they have their licensing and they want their 3D out. It's just not the same because when you play a game in Adobe Apples and you have like, say a helicopter goes by you and it goes behind your head in the game, you can actually hear it behind you on the headset. It's yeah. crazy. It is pretty awesome. In fact, I actually, um, but right before we, I came over today, I finished playing The Quarry, which is a horror game on Xbox. I'll have a, I'll have a talk about that on the channel next week. And man, like that game really takes advantage of Dolby Atmos in a great way. Like I love watching horror movies on 4K Blu-rays that, that have Dolby Atmos and now you know, horror games going through a lot of them and playing them with Atmos. It makes a huge difference to horror play. Yeah, because horror games needed like a little help being actually scary. Of That's, course they yeah, did. we needed as much. And you're using the the Xbox, like the yeah. $130 headphones, they do the yeah. Atmos. Yeah. And actually, it doesn't yeah. matter what headphones, as long as you pay for the licensing. Right. So you got to go into your Xbox. Like it, some of the headphones come with it for free, and you've got to actually pay the fifteen dollars. Once you pay the fifteen dollars, that's you have the license. Yeah, it's a one-time fee. It's, it's a one-time so fee. Though. Like I have it with my TV and everything like that. Yeah. But like when it pops up and says Dolby Atmos, so like my sound system, like during the pandemic, I they, you know it, I wasn't going on vacation, so I just ended up setting up a movie theater in my basement. Mm-hmm. So it sounds unreal, but even with the headset, even sounds better, and the immersion you get. From Dolby Atmos in a game like this. That's the first thing I did when we watched that last trailer. And we, my favorite part about the Close Protocol trailers actually was the deaths of your main character. Dude. When his head goes in the machine, it goes, it's just so unbelievable. Um, but I could think about, okay, you're going down that hallway and I'm like, okay, say there's an enemy coming from behind. I'm like, if I'm wearing my headset for a game like this, I would wear a headset. I could hear that enemy behind me, just like in a game like The Division, which is not a horror game, but when you're playing it, 
Mm-hmm. I can actually hear enemies behind me and know to turn around based on sound. And that is an immersion you can't get currently right on place. You can get it in your hands in yeah. the whole sense, but you can't get it in your hearing. And it's a different, it almost makes you feel more part of the video game than you realize. Mm-hmm. Which is what you want from horror games. Right, Sean? Yep. Yep. I wasn't scared enough. Yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. Can't wait for Sean to pee his pants. Well, and I got a set up downstairs now too, like same as court. Like I put in like a full, like five channel setup, like down in my basement, like surround sound and like, with a game like this, this is perfect for the new setup that I have down in the basement. So I'm, I think it's probably now day one. Nice. Well, next up, we're going to talk about one of the longest things at Summer Game Fest. That's what she said. Call of, <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> you just said. Call of Duty Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. A game, even though Sean's making fun of the thing, I know it's a game that Sean's very excited about. Because Sean likes Call of Duty a lot. He has the game in multiple fantasy leagues. So he's yes, I do, bro. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's right. I forgot about that, actually. I mean, we have it in the trophy room versus the Xbox draft. Yeah, that's so going to go well. We need Is to it really a contest, though, between you oh, and the trophy room? Uh, what are you trying to say? I mean, it's already over. Uh, we already lost. No, I'm saying, like, you guys are going to win. Just, My man! Yes! <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. We're only, like, 70 points ahead of them right now. It's, I mean, there's... You know, They're getting so aggressive. So <laughs> what are we talking about? Call of Duty? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. We Call got a full level of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. I don't know if they needed to do a full level, but I, I I love the visual design of this. I look I think it looks great. Looks pretty realistic and a lot of fun. So normally I would go to someone else first, but Sean, I know you want to talk about Call of Duty, so talk about Call of Duty. Dude, this looks I mean, this is the one that we can actually get excited about. Like there's these weird ones that they do every once in a while. You get your ghost, you get your vanguard, you get whatever. This is the one. Like Modern Warfare is a big deal. And I've had my eye on it for a long time. I I I want to talk about like the length of this demo, but I also think like the whole conversation that surrounds like the presentation of these shows. I'm going to be like trying to go to the too far to the other side. I think it's getting a little out of hand. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's 47 seconds of this interview afterwards is far too long for me. And the seven or four minutes of game demos, like that's actually too long. Like, I was frustrated with a lot of the commentary around that drink while it was happening. Cause I was just like, I signed up for an hour and a half or so of like video game stuff. So I was enjoying it the entire time with respect to the game itself. It looked stupidly impressive. Like the water, I think it was Court actually who was mentioning like a lot of the water and the wind effects. Like usually you don't see people geek out about that kind of stuff until you're playing like a, a racing game. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at the weather effects in Forza a racing was game. The best totally. By far. But like, let's have that in our first person shooter, in our military shooters. Like, why not? Like, that's, yeah. let's finally start to get some of the benefit of the, all the, tw- the teraflops in our systems now. Yeah. Ha- them having that level on the oil rig really showed off all that stuff. Okay, the lighting, get to play it the lighting on, on that demo was, was incredible. Yeah. You think we will? You think we'll play it at FanFest Court? I, well, because I saw what games they were playing. So that was a game and Street Fighter was a game. Get I have a lost. You we guys. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll talk about that later. But, um, so, who else is excited for Call of Duty besides Sean and I? Anyone? I, I, I'm excited and not, like, for me, um, I love the World War II settings yeah. of Call of Duty. So, like, when, when they went back to World War II, I thought that was, like, the best. Like, for me, that was awesome. Yeah. My, my grandfather fought in the war, uh, and Which I side? Took, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't know. Can't. Actually, well, my, my 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 grandmother who just passed away not too long ago. She was also um, she's she's got tattoos on her arms. It's, it's the World War Two is a, a very big thing in my family. So like my grandfather cried when we saw Saving Private Ryan. Like he thought that was the most realistic thing. So yeah. like I showed him Call of Duty um, three years before he passed. And I showed him the first one that was on Xbox 360, and he said that that was very realistic to him. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would put the same care that what they're doing in Modern Warfare, which I love because I really like so I, I like so I like the characters. Yeah, I, I really think the character development in those games is actually very good. Like for me, Call of Duty is only about single player. I couldn't care give two hoots about the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But I wish they would go back to the very first Xbox 360 version with the sniper mission where you're going. I oh, want yeah. that game. Mo- I want that game again. Yeah, and I get it that Modern Warfare sold so well, mm-hmm. but I think that was also when video games started doing their apex and started going in a different direction. Because when you look at like for us as gamers, like we were 360 dropped and it was still big, but like Halo Three hit and then Modern Warfare hit and yeah, all man. these games hit and video games started doing an apex where it became part of pop culture. And I want them to go back and give that same care to those other modern, those old Call of Duty games, because it's very hard for that story to do anything else. So, hey, you know what? Go back. Go back to the first Call of Duty when we're, we're storming the beach in Normandy. That's the game I want. I want to see what it's like. World War II had one. WW2 had one. It was not the same. Though. It was I've, pretty good. It's, it's, I mean, I'll, I, give, I, you, I'll, I'll give you that. I was going to say, I kind of agree with Court where I think the, the mission in Call of Duty 2 specifically, yeah. which is the one he's describing, is actually better done. I, but I would maybe went to Court's point. I think maybe what we're getting at here is maybe they do like, what if they did like a remake, kind of like they did with Modern Warfare, I'm okay with of that. Call of Duty 2? Yeah, that's what I, I, like want. Cool. I want. I want them to go back. I want – you watch Saving Private Ryan and you have that – the noise and the, the bullets yeah. going into the water and all that. They can do that in a video game now with Unreal Engine yeah. 5. We've seen, we've seen crazy things with Unreal Engine 5. Go back and make Call of Duty 2. Yeah. I want to do the sniper level again where I'm going through and this little flicker goes. I want the guy in the bell tower. I, I want it all. And I want to go back and do it because the futuristic guns to me, it almost cheapens it whenever I play those games mm. and you got the ARs. Yeah. I want to go back with these single. So you didn't like rifles. jumping around with it. What were they? The jump packs and everything. To me, that's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to do that, I want Titanfall 2, which is perfect. Totally. One of the best stories in ever in yep. a video game. Yep. I like stories and I felt that Modern Warfare is a very good story. Uh, Black Ops, the original Black Ops 2 and 3. Very good story. Yeah, Plus, I well, he's gonna have to get over it. But and I want to go back to the original. I want to go back and give give some history. Like go back and you know the, in, in Canada here, remember Steve's huge. Yeah, and give some respect and go back and go to those games. I understand maybe it's played out, but maybe they just haven't made that game because I think there's way more story yeah. there in the World War II stuff that they could do. They could make probably the most cinematic. Call of Duty ever if they went back, went back and redid the story, even just the stories in those in those modern. Games. I think you should play World War Two. The, the recent no, no, I, I play it. I, I love it. But I, no. I I think they can do more now because what World Asked War progress. is actually one that I would want them to go back. That's and my well, that's that, one actually that one of my favorite Call of Duty of all time because that was after. Was it after Modern Warfare? Yeah. Was the first time they went to Vietnam. Yeah, it was yeah. Call of Duty 5. Was it Vietnam? I thought it was they Japan. They did Call of Duty 4, no, they, Modern they, they Warfare. They were in Vietnam. And then they did, then they did World at War. Because we were on the beach there. Which, which was a good huts. Was that not Vietnam? I thought World at War was World War 2, but with the Japanese. Yeah, it was just the Japanese. They haven't really You're done a Call of Duty right now. 
nailed it. Look at me. Because, because no one's be, you know why? You know why? Because Battlefield did Vietnam. Oh, I never played that one. Yeah, they, they actually did it after 1942. They did Battlefield Vietnam. It was See, a game. Call of Duty, man. Kind of an important series. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to just for, like ignore for it. For me, though, too, like, I mean, my opinion is a little different. I think that World War II has been done so much. I think a lot of people think right that. Now. And although, like, I respect Kurt's opinion, like, I do think that we want to give, like, it's Kurt. Kurt. I gotta call Kurt. you out. Like, it was, it was, it was, I, I thought it was, was an Ontario thing. AKA I, Kurt. I don't Kurt. know. Um, Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, I just feel like World War II has kind of been done by a lot in video games. And that's why, like, for me, like, I'm super excited for Modern Warfare 2 because this particular series really has a lot of meaning to me. Like, in my college days, we had Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Heck which yes. Was a, it was a great game. And then. World at War, which we were just talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Um, I remember spending hours and hours in the multiplayer space, but yeah. also just the campaigns. Yeah. I mean, I played Vanguard last year. Yeah. I, I just felt like I got like three quarters of the way through and I was like, is it over You're yet? good. Yeah. Like, I just didn't feel like it was yeah. kind of, it was hitting me all that well. I did like, uh, was it Cold War? It was the one that was just before that. Yeah. Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that because I've always liked the Black Ops series, Black Ops 2 and 3, which we were just talking about were great games. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited for this one. This is one that for the holidays is is literally at the top of my list. When was it? October what? Uh, October 28th. 28th. Yeah. Yeah. This one was at the top of the list of the favorite things I saw at Summer Games Fest. Yeah. Call of Duty is going to come to Game Pass at some point, you guys. That is yeah. the crazy... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... I literally was like, I am not buying this game. I know it's coming to Game Pass. I'm very you curious on like, the timing of it all. Like, definitely... I, I am very excited about tomorrow. I think we are going to get some Activision Game Pass announcements tomorrow. I think they're I'm not going to so do the big curious. games. I think it's yeah. going to be like the Tony Hawks and stuff like that. But we're going to get it because... I'm tired of hearing people tell me, oh, it's going to happen later on in the year. I want people to understand fiscal year starts in September. Uh, this has already been approved on the board. They can start making deals now to get these games on Game can Pass. Can they really? 100%. They can't, they can make deals with Activision Blizzard. Sure. Put games on Game Pass right now. They have to make they, deals between the two exactly, companies. Exactly. They can make deals, but it's already been approved by the board. Yeah. Fiscal year starts in September. It can happen anytime after September. Let's after, as someone who works in, in the fiscal year business type job, it can happen September on. It would, it would make sense. It can sure. it can happen a lot sooner than everybody thinks. I hope so. I, I'm going to be the person that bursts the bubble you and it's going to just I, say, no, this won't happen until next year. Yeah, I, I don't, I agree with you because I, I didn't even think it was possible. I, well, it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's a possibility thing. I think it's because of the extra eyes from the FTC on them. I, with the no, no, as long as they're paying. As long, no, so there's a difference. So, as long as they're paying Activision Blizzard for these games to come on here, FTC won't care as long as they're paying. I'm just saying that I don't think they want to take that risk is more along the lines of Well, it's already so the reason why I'm saying it's not as big as a risk as you think is because it's already been voted by the board on both sides. There's a difference when shareholders who are the ones that are the ones that call the FTC and the ones that complain. Anyways, we're going to move on from this. <laughs> from this impressive. So we're going to I need to do some highlights here because I'm imagining most of these games that we're going to talk about. I don't think at least the next couple of games, I don't know. How many people have anything to say about them? But feel free to chime in after I see each game, and we'll talk about them. So Flashback 2 was announced. This is a sequel to a game that came out 30 years ago. Sean didn't even know what this game Todd was. Todd is very excited. I'm excited. Really? I'm excited. Excellent. I played this as a kid on SNES. Yep. It was weird. My brother and cousins were like, why do you keep playing this? I'm like, I don't know why, but I want to see the end of this game. I never did. 
but I'll see the end. It's really too. hard. It's really Is hard. It? Thank it's, you. It looks really good. Now I feel better. <laughs> yeah, that came, the original one, Flashback, first of all, came to PC originally, and then it came to Genesis and Super Nintendo, and those were kind of like not amazing versions of that game, but it was essentially a rotoscoped kind of yes. um, 3D, or sorry, 2D kind of platform adventure game in the styling of the original Prince of Persia is what the, what the original game was kind of like. Those and it's sci-fi. Um, and again, I think Flashback, the original, had some great ideas, but it's a game that if you go back and play it now, it's not very fun to play. Well, now they have a sequel. So now they've got a sequel, so I'm hoping maybe they improve on it. When is this one coming out? Uh, they just didn't give they a just, They just said it's coming at some point. Just coming soon. I'm down. Wishlist. Yeah. At some point. If, I bet that's not so even well. a wishlist game. Yeah, you can't even wishlist it yet, John. I got to set up like a reminder on my phone. Yeah, apparently. We don't even know platforms for this game. Hey, Siri, remind me about Flashpoint, Flashback I mean, 2 in I mean, like six months. It's possible that this is just PC only, but um, we don't really know. In fact, the next couple games we're going to talk about actually are PC only too. So glad we have someone else here who actually knows what Flashback is. It's actually exciting. Look at you know that stuff. Go. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Everyone. Next game we got was Witchfire. This is coming to PC only. I didn't really make any notes about this game because honestly, it didn't really seem that interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, I don't think anyone remembers this game. So move on. Then we got Fort Solace on PC, which is just another PC only game. This was the game that takes place on Mars. And we didn't yeah. really see anything about it other than some hallways and some people coming up on stage and telling us wh- why that it, the game's exciting to them, but nothing about the game itself. So we don't actually know what this game is or what you're doing it or when it's coming out. I think I think these two games put together side by side is interesting only because it just goes to show how hard it is to introduce a new IP. Yeah. So like I was definitely of the mind of I'm glad to see overall again, I'll kind of like take a step back here to go. I was shocked at how much new was at this show. Right. Because and this is I don't know if this is gonna break out into a different conversation at all, but like there's all this managing expectations stuff that's going on. And basically what's happening, I'm just gonna call it as I see it, court. I don't care what you say about it. People are just lying in order to manage our expectations. It's just not even telling the truth. And so it's like, what is that? You can only do that for like two times. Right. And now people are just going to go back to, well, they're trying to manage our expectations and they never tell the truth about it. So probably God of War is going to show up. Yeah, probably. I think we just expect that every time, but I actually like seeing new IPs like this here. I mean, my excitement, my personal excitement just goes down because it's PC only and I just don't play games on PC. Um, but also too, it's just like, there's, I think there's gotta be a better way to market these types of new IPs besides coming out here and not necessarily telling us anything about the game and just telling us, you know, oh yeah, it's on Mars. Be excited about it is kind of what I got out of this. I guess. And I think they brought, like they brought those two guys, uh, Troy Baker Troy Baker Baker and the other guy, like I think from a marketing perspective, they think that bringing those guys out on stage and explaining the game Mm -hmm. adds more marketing value. And for me, like in that space, like that's one of the parts of the show that I really struggled with is that those gaps between the games and them standing on stage and just talking, I really felt like that kind of drew away from a lot of the presentations that they were doing at times, especially with call of duty. Like you were talking before. I I disagree with it. And I I think I'm the only person at this table. I'm like, tell me more. Like I don't, I can go watch a trailer on my own on YouTube. Yeah. 
Like that's, and that's just, but I, I really do think that's just me. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm actually in agreement in the sense that I also wanted them to tell me more about this game of what you're actually doing in this game. Cause yeah, yeah. from what we got, even with Troy, Troy Baker and the other person he was with, at, like after in the presentation, was I was dude from, uh, wasn't the guy from Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan's voice actor. Yeah. yeah that's but awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to hear them talk about, oh yeah, it, it's an exciting project we're working on. But if you don't tell me what you're doing in this game, it's hard to be, for me to be excited about it. Is all I'm saying. See, I'd rather see the trailers do the talking. Right? Exactly. As opposed, as opposed to somebody being on stage. But that, again, that's me. Like, some people enjoy... Or I think there's a good blend of both. I think there's too. a happy medium you can find between the two. I just don't think that this one in particular did it for me. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is a good example of how, what, how to do that. But next up... Day one! I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got space. Sean. Whatever that's got... Dude, exactly. By the way, a lot, that was the whole theme of this There was show. so much space in this thing for me. I was so excited about space all the space. Space is the new zombies. That's all I'm going to say. Well, put zombies in space and I'm there. They, they already are. The dead, protocol. Dead space. Or the next game we're talking about, which is Routine. So this is a sci-fi horror game as well. This is coming to Xbox and PC specifically. And it's going to be on Game Pass Day 1. Um... It just look, kind of looks like the Callister Protocol, yeah. but just made by a different developer. So, again, I mean, I'm excited about this one, especially because it is going to be a day, day one Game Pass game, and I think I'll definitely play it because I love horror games. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Chuck, I, I know you also like horror games. What, what's your read on this I one? I love horror games, but as a Sony pony and Nintendork who doesn't have an Xbox or play PC games, join us. I, <laughs> I checked out on this trailer because I was like, I but if this it. came to PlayStation, how would you feel about it? Day one. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Perfect. We gotta get you. We gotta get an Xbox, bro. Well, yeah. Does he have a Samsung TV? Just, an just come over. Yeah. Look, how, look how out of the get way you gotta go to just get, avoid. Like, go to Walmart. Yeah. Drop the two fifty. Mm-hmm. Just get the my, thing. My wife doesn't think I'm good. My wife. Game. And I have to somehow convince her that I need an Xbox. We will have the yard. We will get you an Xbox Game Pass code. And, and we're gonna we're gonna put together a PowerPoint presentation yeah. that, that right. proves objectively your good looks and how much of a good decision it is. The good looks part too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's photo evidence of this. There's hope. We yeah. can do this, you guys. There's hope. Yeah. The thing that I want to jump on here though, and, and with the state of play as well, is Xbox right out of the gates has always been really good about this is coming to Game Pass. This is a day and day, and like, or we've shown you a bunch of cool stuff. Everything from here on out is coming a day and date into Game Pass. And I thought that was awesome. Um, Sony is still going to figure some stuff out with PlayStation Plus. And then this one wasn't an Xbox One, mm-hmm. like an Xbox show. So we kind of had to be eagle eyes about that. Like, oh, there's Game Pass at the bottom. Yeah. And we basically assume that that means like day and date. Yeah. Well, and this one, they came out and said it right afterwards, which is gave us the confirmation where some of these were like stealth. Yeah. Stealthily totally. hidden in, in the, the presentation as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. Assignment for routine, though. Routine? Yeah. Routine. Routine. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. So. And then we got a bunch of commercials, but I got to mention this one. The Rock talks about things he's doing. We do not need to talk we, about we this. We need to talk about this. We have to talk about this. I smelled the, pa- the panel says we need to talk about it, John, so we need to talk about it. The Rock can suck it. The Rock came out and talked oh, about wow. it. Don't care, man. He was talking about some energy drinks he yeah. was drinking. He was talking about himself. And he talked about himself. the Black Adam movie, and that's all we need to say about that. But he had to do it without a shirt on, too. That was of course. Part. At the gym. The critical part. I don't understand The Rock. I Maybe... Maybe I'm just that. I just don't get it. Like, I don't think he's a good actor. Like, he was great in WWF. Now it's WWE. But when he does a movie, I just don't care. I mean, ultimately, I wanted to point this out here. And the reason I want to throw this in here is that this is the type of thing that I just wish they didn't do it at this type of show. Because Sean, to, to Sean's point, I'm here signed up for an hour and a half of games. 
I don't need The Rock talking about some movies. Yeah, I mean, they could definitely figure out maybe a more natural way to like fit it in there, but yeah. it's just, yeah. Having hey, that Black and Adam it, trailer, right? Like I was, we were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having that there with The Rock doing like a two minute commentary with his with energy drink behind him <laughs> slides in there a lot easier than him just coming on without a shirt. Yeah, just randomly talking for 10 minutes. Well, like, I, that's the, I just love the fact that he had no shirt on. The yeah. <laughs> and I get why they do that from a production standpoint as someone who you know, is involved. Know, like, no, no, hey, let me, hey let, you know what we should do? We need you the sweatiest as possible in your gym with your energy drink that is a full fridge behind you because you obviously don't drink it yourself. But can you please talk about it? Let me finish. So the reason they do this type of thing is because it's a live show. They need to be able to move stuff around and get cameras in place. And that's why they have stuff like that in there. But not they don't need to do the shirt listing. It's, yeah. it's he did it from his phone. It was like a selfie thing. It was yeah. so it, more it, or it, it really felt like, was full. Like that's <laughs> all I couldn't stop looking at. His Zoa fridge in the back, full to the brim. He never once, I think he maybe took one sip of that drink because he's probably like, ooh, tastes like swamp water. I'm not drinking Can I, can I be honest with you guys right now about something? Do, do it. Do it want. I would really like to try that drink. Well, yeah, I'm not going to try it. So it now we know why you look, like, look like you guys saw you guys saw so the you muscles. smell what the rock is cooking i think i did like through the through the internet into my nostrils like you saw the muscles you saw the sweat you saw the energy drink i'm like well if so facto you drink the thing you look like the rock that's how, that's it works. how it works he's selling his brand you just lose Very your hair effectively a that's what he does he's a marketing king that's mm-hmm. why he's shirtless I, he's sweaty he's smart in the gym i think he's to, to get the production value too though it got shot show, it did like Semi. we need we need to have stuff like that right it just would be nicer if they could kind of do it a little more or stuff. if it was focused around games and not movies 100%. or energy drinks yeah. that's or, well no those still go on the laurels of the you know the Rock introduced the Xbox, so Brock yeah. is a gamer, so we can talk he, about. He the did Rock. mention oh. Fortnite. He was in Fortnite. That's like true. Something. Yeah. I mean, it's it, a it was as exciting as Vin Diesel coming out and talking. Oh, about we, have, and and we have now been talking about The Rock for six and a half. And minutes. now you know what. And now you know yeah, what. That's why you're red in the face. Like you're. I'm like, always red. red. I'm always actually. Yes. Because he's happy. I'm a rosy guy. But and a beer. Yeah. But and it's. To continue the, degrees in here. continue the commercials, <laughs> the, the, the reason I wanted to mention the commercials is because Sean saw a game in the commercial block that he's excited about, which is Outriders World Slayer, which we've never yes. talked about on the show. So, Sean, where's your apple for this? Are you playing it day one? I think it's up this month. So I have to say, though, the one thing that like I've got to wrap my head around and Babbitt's going to come after me for something like this is Outriders was obviously a big hit on Game Pass day and date. I did not pay for the game. Uh, this is paid DLC and I'm like, Ooh, like how does that, how does that work for me? And I think Outriders is awesome. I really think it plays great. I like all the different classes and the multiplayer. I think the tier system is something like that. I would like to see copied more and more in single ish player games that are sort of like a games as a service type of thing. So I'm excited to play a little bit more, but I think this is going to be, I could say this for every single game I'm excited about. There are 4,000 games right. coming out. So, How much do we think the DLC is going to cost? We already know it's um, almost full price. It's like $10 really? cheaper than full price. It's, I think it's like $69 Canadian dollars. So, Because it's a standalone expansion. It's not I, a yeah. DLC pack. Because like I played Outriders with my brother-in-law, and we really enjoyed it. Like We mm-hmm. played it online because he had a PlayStation. I was playing it on Xbox. Is it? Do you think that... Paying full price, like at sixty to seventy dollars. What's meant to be the sense. size of a full game, like it's kind of like when yeah. you look at a, De- a a Destiny expansion, yeah, like the the Witch Queen, for example, like that's as big as the Destiny Two game, yeah, on its point. own. So that's and it's the same kind of mark deal with this one. Is yeah. that cost a barrier though to get you to play it again? 
That's, I think I think, and this is where I think it's special for this game is because the first one, like the the original package, was Dane Day on Game Pass. So like, if that was different, I think I might feel a little bit differently. But like, yeah. it's strange. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. But I'm just acknowledging, like, yeah, I didn't pay for the first part for the first. That one. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And it looks cool, but again, I, I fell off Outriders a while ago. So if this comes back to Game Pass, or if, you know, if it goes down in price, maybe I check it out. But I'm definitely not day one on this one, especially with so many games in June right now. And I like, I actually really, now I'm going to talk myself into buying it because I like the premise a lot. And I'm very curious to see like what else they could do. Like, are they going to, is there a chance they go to another planet? Right. You didn't, did you finish the whole thing? Did you finish the story? No, I didn't. Like, ah, man, the whole thing is just so, so awesome. Like earth is being destroyed. So they ship everybody off to like somewhere across the galaxy and they land on this planet. They're like, we're saved. And the planet sucks. And they find themselves in like these dire situations. So that's such a, I don't know, it's such a crazy yeah. premise. So, and as soon as you go into space, who knows? Ryan, it could be anything. It could be How anything. Do you remember that? I, I, I like the I premise. Was, I, thought the, I thought the premise I, was I really good. I played it. I was yeah. like, it was a good game, but then I was just like, I, I, you're I, probably watching like a Blue Jays game and no, texting really at the exact same the, time I really, doing the thing. I really think it's like the, just too many hits in my head. Yeah. I'm just like, Ooh. No, without Ryder specifically, it wasn't the story or the setting that killed it for me. It was the gameplay that I, just just, I couldn't stand. Good God. The, the superpowers that, that these guys yeah, had. Yeah, I just thought it was My issues were the guns that we get were I didn't care. Yeah. You guys. I, I like the gameplay. I'm not a... The only my difference is I'm not a big cover gameplay guy. Like, I like The Division 2. Dude, I like Gears of War, but when Outriders did it, it was like, I feel like it's not doing... I, it's weird. I actually really liked it at the beginning because I felt it a little bit so difficult. disappointed. It's okay. You can be disappointed. I am because like I was thinking of Gears. I was it's thinking fine. of those games. It's fine. It's I was, fine. I was thinking of those games as I was playing and I was like, I felt like this is how you do it to the oh next game. I feel next like level. I'm Luke Lore right now. Yeah. And I realize I'm doing that. You're to doing you the thing. Oh, yeah, I know. God. I'm used to it now. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, I felt like that was how you, you go beyond having to rely completely on on what cover mechanics right that you give it give them superpowers and all of a sudden like you don't yes, have to but eventually in the game i became i felt i was too overpowering and i was just like mowing people so down. then you up the tiers and you get better rewards like i thought the whole every yeah it, every there's an answer for all of that stuff <laughs> i'm telling you the game i feel great. like that game didn't roll it so as someone that loved the division it has tiers it has the yo go get that thing and I love that game. I put, it's not like leveling up. It's the tier system of no, like, I, it's I, like Diablo. No, I tier I, system. I get that. But I felt like the content, like at, at one point I was like, so there's nothing for me to do right now. And I don't now play a deal expansion. <laughs> anyways, moving on. Anyways, that's the segue. <laughs> Look, if I don't, if I don't keep doing this, we're never going to get through this show in time for where we need to go after this. So I am very hungry. Next up, we got some more commercials. We're not going to talk about them as Fall Guys, Fall Guys and Nintendo Switch. Then we got something I know Sean is also excited about, and I'm excited <laughs> about this one too. Stormgate. Yes, it's an RTS. Yes. The only one you was so. So this is the best part. We were watching this live. You guys all are all falling asleep. Yeah, we're all poo pooing it so hard, and Sean's like, "Boy, oh my god, it's so good! Come on, guys, <laughs> now, games." Here's the thing. <laughs> I I was in the same position. Feeling that same way about it, Court, until I learned it was an RTS, <laughs> yeah, and then I learned it was an RTS, and then I learned after that that it's former Blizzard developers who worked on Warcraft Three that are making this game. Yes, and I'm like, I'm all in. I'm stoked up for this game. They think it looks great. 
And Sean, I can tell you're excited too. And I'm trying to sign up for the beta, and the <laughs> website doesn't work. <laughs> music is mine. It's so still, good. dude. Check them out on Twitter. It still like, doesn't work. It still doesn't work. The people are going crazy. I know. Honestly, it feels like it feels like it, it was just it was a Bloodstone or was it? Yeah, Bloodstone. It was something like just that, video Bone Stone. Yeah. Bone, Bone Star. Bone Star. Yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. yeah. Close. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt like that. <laughs> Ryan was just about to say, anyways. Dude, it looked like the, the main character. I actually thought it might have been like Record I'm, I'm for a bit there. It actually it, did it, kind of look It looks like a ghost. I think it was Bad Bit who was struggling to uh, come up with a character from yeah. StarCraft. I actually love StarCraft. So, Same. yeah, if there's some. Yeah, no, StarCraft's cool. If there's Blizzard yeah. DNA in this, like. Because, yeah. yeah, wouldn't nobody. What's this game called again? Stormgate. Okay. Storm. Yeah. Is it yeah. Frost, Frost Giant? Is that the name of the developer? Yeah, Frost Giant Studios. Yeah. yeah. Can we Nailed just call it anything else? No, Stormgate, RTS, play yeah. it. Yep. I mean, it's got. Oh, it was free to play. It was free to play. It's uh, that didn't come across in the thing, but yeah. I saw it on Steam. Free there to play. You go. Yep. And I mean, you know, it's got mechs, it's got so, demons. What else do you need? There you go. Well, next up, we got some indie games. This is kind of where we got the indie section of the show. We got High Water, which is a game where you're in a boat and you're sailing around because most of the world's underwater. That's kind of all we learned about that one. Um, and then we got American Arcadia. Which is oh new- yeah. Which is a game I totally forgot about because I didn't write any notes and I wish I did because I don't remember. We don't have any dates for any of these games. Well, because they didn't give us dates. Yeah, That's the thing. Bad bit was just yelling in Water yeah. World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my notes, I specifically put dates if they gave us dates, and most of these we didn't get any dates. Even mm-hmm. years. That's Big a problem. Years. That's yeah. a, that, that's probably the one. Bone the one Storm. Bone Storm from Simpsons. Yeah. See, Six minutes see what later. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm see glad, what I'm saying. I'm glad, I'm glad to clarify. Glad you got it, buddy. Yeah. And, yeah. and speaking of games Bones that didn't get right. dates, we also didn't get the date for Goat Simulator. We talked about it earlier, but you know, great trailer. I hate Goat Simulator, so I'm probably not going to play that game. You hate it. It looked amazing. Did you not play the first one? You know what? I We're going to review. First it. one's a bit of a Sean mess. And I are review it. <laughs> no, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. I'll leave that to you. First game's a bit of a mess, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, but one. Anyways, a lovable mess. One that I think. We can all probably say we're excited about, unless they like don't like cards. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Let's go. Finally got a release date, October seventh. I'm excited about this one. I don't even like superheroes. Gonna guarantee it gets the worst reviews ever. Damn, Please. why? What are you Love. doing to us? It doesn't look. We haven't seen any game. We just keep seeing CGI. Over. But it's Firaxis, and they always make nope. amazing games. Guarantee it. Always. I no, think. No, no. I think if a game like this actually showed gameplay, it'd be the one time you guys would be like, "It's oh, the it next boring. Avengers." It, it is the well, next Avengers. No, it's X-Com. Doesn't, it doesn't really matter what the game well, play. Well, well, again, it's like it's like XCOM, but with cards. Yes. Gonna poo poo. That's why it's gonna be. I already see IGN getting Dean Stapleton to review this, and it's gonna get a ninety. So you, my man yes because yes. <laughs> say something nice about video games but yeah i'm <laughs> no, excited because this game's in our in our fantasy critic as yeah, well exactly it's going to bomb no yeah we'll see it's how right you are so many people are love marvel are going to play this game and don't like XCOM games and they're going to be like oh my god well it's not going to affect the reviews i think the reviews i think, are I think this game spider-man's on spam. xbox yeah. spider-man's I, finally on xbox come on I with your and xbox putting out that tweet was yeah wonderful yeah it can happen but either way, I'm I'm psyched for this game. October seventh. You're sick for I can't this wait. game. I'm psyched. I can't wait. And I, it sounds like you're excited too, right, Nadia Chaka? Who doesn't love card games? Yeah. We actually know a guy who doesn't like card games that involve Marvel. Right. I don't like card games. <laughs> I just it, it just to me, I'm just like you know what, Pokemon. I can do without it. Yeah. But again, I know the pedigree of this developer and the fact yeah, that man. it looks like XCOM, even yeah. with the card stuff. I still think it's gonna. 
do it's, baseball. It's, I like sports it's, games. Not many people like those two either. It looks like a Ryan ass game. It right. really does. It does. Yeah, Garrett Bland. Garrett Bland. Yeah, don't forget about Garrett Bland. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the RPG cave a little bit later. Uh, next up, Cuphead, the delicious last course. Out at the end of the month, when we got our first kind of gameplay of it of some kind yeah. since they announced it like four years ago, um, where basically they showed a new boss. It was like this like frost theme boss. Looks fun. It just looks like more Cuphead. And I'm excited. June 30th. June 30th. I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm How ready, can you not be? I'm ready for this game to review really well so we don't get points for it because Mr. Badbit hats this game, Sean. It looks, it just looks awesome to Drone me. Yeah. Developer. I got yeah. the living daylights beat out of me when I tried. I never completed it the first time. Neither did I. Um, but I love playing. It was one of those games where I'm like, I don't mind dying. I don't mind dying. Totally. It was like I'm playing a Mega Man where I'm just like, whatever. I'm having fun. Wait, time. hold the phone. Am I the only person here who's actually finished Cuphead? We get it. You're good at games. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. We Ryan, know. I play games on baby mode and I'm proud of you, it. There is a baby mode in Cuphead. It doesn't work for me. It's, <laughs> it's still too hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I've beaten this game three times. I'm, I'm not good at video games, games but I Humble enjoy them. But you know what? It doesn't mean that you're like more like smart at video games if you're good at no, them. No, of course well, not. pretty smart. I'm, a, I'm the type of person that No, will. but I can't wait to prove the difference of how smart he is compared to everybody else. I think he's going to kill it, but I think he is. I'm actually ready to be destroyed by certain people that you're talking uh, about. So I what think, about this one, though? This is paid DLC. Like, we yeah. all got this game for free on Game Pass if you're smart. Like, is this I wasn't fine? because Xbox One disappointed me and it was a bad console, so I got rid of it. I don't think we're late enough yet where it actually might not, it might actually be a day, day one Game Pass game for all we know at this point. You, oh, you think we get, I think little, it's possible. A little announcement. I think it's possible. It'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, would it be weird to, would like, it be weird to put Game Fest it? They've done that before. Like, yeah. I, we said this about we were watching Game Fest. The one thing I couldn't believe I didn't see is at the bottom of the PS Plus. We saw Game Pass at the bottom. That's what I was saying. We, like, when we saw you were watching journals the, and we lost our mind. We're like, it says Game Pass, it says Game Pass, it says Game Pass. When, when you were watching the, the baseball game, I already commented on that. All right, I apologize. You know, <laughs> I'm going to continue watching the baseball game. Have at it. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's possible. I'm hungry, man. I don't, and Snickers is not going to work. Well, it's possible this one comes to Game Pass. I, I'm excited to try this one out though, at least, and go from there. But next up, Neon White, June 16th. This is that, that first person shooter game that you're running around exploring things. It's fine. It exists. It's fine. Uh, I don't think Ryan's like anything. looking to me for like excitement. Anyway, <laughs> Wait, like, yeah, hey, I'm, not- I'm looking at you specifically, Sean, because you said as soon as we started this, you're excited about every game. I am like, excited about every game, but I don't, we don't need to spend too much time on this one. I cool. We're moving on. Midnight Fight Express was the next game that we saw. August 23rd, Game Pass Day Someone's 1. Someone's got his hands Jordan's up. very excited about this. I'm so sure. I'm sure that when you did that. Jordan, why are you excited about this one? Hotline Miami. Yes, let's okay. go. Hotline Miami made love to uh, oh, what's the slow cap, slow clap game? Um, Sifu. Yeah, it's literally like a cross between those games. Nice, so cool. This one was. I only really had three games from this particular show that I not necessarily cared about, but were for me, and this was one of them. It looks so awesome. Excited for this one. This I love that that fun. comparison. Yeah, yeah. seafood in there. Yeah, because the Hotline Miami I thought was pretty obvious, but yeah, 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 for sure. And I feel like with like some of the mechanics in there, like seafood, kind of makes sense. But mm. Hotline Miami for sure. I yeah. just kind of looked at. it. I was like, oh, I'm so <laughs> interested in this one. You yeah. played on your Vita. Yeah, or uh, potentially the Steam Deck that I might be getting at the oh, end of the cool. year. Are you really? Yeah, I'm gonna try to scoop one up. I think I've got my pre order in there. Nice. We'll see. Love it. Nice. Yeah, I think of the, the indie games at the show, like, it was one of the strongest looking 
of yeah. the three games that I'm going to highlight as probably the three my three favorite indie games. Yeah, it looks awesome. When but, did you say when that's coming out? August 23rd, and it's Game Pass Day One. Dude, holy! I probably won't have a Steam Deck. See, so Game so Pass good. it is. That's why I was every time we watched the thing, I just looked at the bottom. I was like, Game Pass, Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, they killed it. Man. Like I, my full expectations of tomorrow, what we're going to, so if you're listening to this later, whatever. We're yeah, time these, travel. We're I'm already fly right now when I'm talking. You're just you're fading in front of me. I can't wait to like Game Pass. Like it's gonna get announced tomorrow, and we're gonna get the drop of the Game Pass. Yeah, it's gonna happen a bunch tomorrow. Yeah, I think so too. So. That, that's exciting. Well, hold on, hold on. Did you disagree with me? <laughs> no, it's not the first time. In the same room, even. <laughs> I feel weird. I think Court's getting a Game Pass tattoo tomorrow. Well, that's cool. My moving way. on to something that I know Court's excited about. We got two Hoyoverse <laughs> games, which are this developer of Genshin Impact. They have a bunch of games in development. Okay. I, oh, was that the part when I literally was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom? <laughs> yes, that oh, was God. literally that part. I saw those trailers that and I was sense. just like, Court's going to love these. Yeah, so we got, first one is... <laughs> Honkai Star Rail. (laughs) Honkai Star Rail is like a turn-based game that they're doing. It's free to play. Takes place on trains that are in space. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I mean, I I personally don't like Genshin Impact or a lot of their games, and I have mixed feelings about you know them as a company that I'm not going to talk about here. So I'm personally not super excited about these, even though everyone probably say these are probably Ryan Perfect games, but I'm just not really into their style of games. So. I did not see nearly enough waifu game in this to yeah. be sold on. Well, that's uh, the next game we're about to talk about from them. There, there was waifu in that game? Yeah. Okay, let's move to that one. <laughs> so the other one, <laughs> the, 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 the one that, that almost put Court to sleep because it's titled ZZZ <laughs> Zenless Zone Zero is the other game that they're working on. Ain't got no zen yeah. in this one. <laughs> no, there's lots. Of, it's like a fast action game. No and there's, there's lots of waifus for shot in that one. But again, similar thoughts on the for Sean. Like nobody else is going to games for waifus. Like, give me a break. I mean, I'm you know pure and and sure. Sean. I don't okay. have to worry about this. But no, I mean this game. I mean, I, its password to his laptop is hentai. How did you know? <laughs> hentai sixty nine. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing to say about these games. Did anyone else? No. Cool. Moving on to something I know everyone at this table. Is excited about because we had a conversation before we started recording as to how many of us actually pre-ordered this game already, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. We got the release date June sixteenth. Although actually, Court and I knew the release date like two weeks ago. Yeah. How? What do you mean? Because it was leaked, and we we talked. It was one of those things where we're like, Sean, turn your head. Yeah, yeah. We specifically didn't tell you because we wanted you to be surprised. No, we talked about it one time. You you took your headphones off one time, and we literally had a full conversation. I appreciate you guys very much. So June sixteenth, we also got limited run pre-orders are up, including a thing for tomorrow. Yeah, you. I don't want to know. We're getting a crazy collector's edition for this game too. It's two hundred dollars. I may have already pre-ordered it. Does it come with a VHS tape? Did I see? No, it comes in a does. it comes uh, in a VHS tape box. That's amazing. That holds the game, but it's not a VHS tape. That's in the special edition or whatever the yeah. edition they called it. it Sixty four ninety nine. It's the classic edition. It's what they call classic it. edition. That's yeah, what it was. I, which I. I ended up getting a copy of that. Yeah, so my man. Needless to say, I'm pretty sure everyone at this table is very excited about this game. Cowabunga, man! I yeah. I double dipped. Yeah, did you I really? double dipped? I got the classic edition, but it doesn't come out for a few months, and I need to play this game on Friday. So I've already pre-ordered digitally for Switch. Yeah, and actually, I did something oh. similar where I got the collector's edition for Switch, and then I also am going to be playing on Game Pass on Friday. 
Did you check into like crossplay at all? Like, so the big thing that jumped out to me was obviously we got Casey Jones in here. There's six players. And then I saw all six on the screen at the same time. And I'm like, you can play them all at the same time. So, so we're playing on Saturday night, right? This is, this is what we're going to be doing. No all more. Right. Halo's dead. As I <laughs> say. Well, we already knew that. Halo's obviously well, dead. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Guess I mean, what? Who knows? Sean, hey, you know what? It's still dead. Oh no. <laughs> I have an answer to your question. As reported by Game Informer after an interview, after they announced this, it does support cosplay for the multi. What they're doing? They're, they're doing it so oh, right. So they do a good video game properly, and everybody else is like, "Yeah, we can't do that." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll talk about it's Mario so Strike hard. And Nintendo. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can do online if Xbox can have Spider Man. We could all have crossplay. But like, this Jeez. is the thing with the, these beat 'em up games, and I don't know how many we played over the last couple of years. Like Scott Pilgrim jumps out to me that was just like out of the box, totally broken. Yeah. And what was the other one that you played that was really good too? Do not put Shoots that on this game. Yeah, Streets of Rage Four. The no, online. I'm saying the online. Friend the of the online. show, Luke Lore, has been playing it, and he's secretly, not secretly, been tweeting about it every day. Um, and he ordered pizza last night, which looked gross, but is. Pizza out there must There's be no disgusting. such thing as bad pizza. Everybody knows. No, that. you've got to see man. the picture. It looks the gross, photo. Dude. Yeah, it's not. Really? Yeah, it's bad no, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll show you tomorrow when you can find a look at Twitter again. Yeah, I can be back. But <laughs> yeah. he is saying this game is unbelievable. So I am. Of course, I, I'm is. beyond. Like when of I saw the trailer, is. I was. I played this game in the arcade, the original. Like I'm old, and I played in the arcade. I had to put in quarters, and like Ryan had it in his room. I literally had an arcade machine in my room, but like. I love this game. It was this and Street Fighter at the time. You had this and Street Fighter, and yeah. you just go back and forth between playing. Like every time you start alive and you say Cowabunga, mm-hmm. and it's just like, like I Dude, can't stop thinking about how good this game is going to be. To this day, when I it's start my take toe, me away from I show. grab it and I go, my toe, my toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's I like it's going to take me away from a game that I'm putting three to four hours yeah. daily, and I'm going to play this game and play it like, oh my God, I'm going to play it. Like yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is one of my favorite genres of the comics oh, are different nice. than because you look. I, I have Batman. I yeah. have Back to the Future, but Ninja Turtles are there, and like the comics are different. Like the cartoon and what we see from the comics, comics are very dark, but the cartoon in this is very fun and mm-hmm. it just it's just fun. Like I can't wait to play with friends. And yeah, like, six just of us have a fun time. Yeah. Like hey, I'm Michael. And by the way, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Mike. I call Donnie. Raphael, Casey Jones, hockey stick, baby, cricket. You have to be in for Halloween. I've already talked about this. Yeah, you need to be in for Halloween. I'll try. This is a great game for handheld, though. Yeah, like for me, like Switch, having this on Switch is Mm. just. I'll play it on my. I mean, I'm gonna love playing it on on Game Pass for sure. And I mean, I guess you could play it. It's probably gonna be on the cloud, right? So you could probably play it there. Yeah, it did say the cloud there it's already go. there so you can already play this on they'll the cloud. probably even have it with touch controls and everything oh my god i can play it on my phone while i'm supposedly working <laughs> <laughs> i said supposedly i didn't say it was of course well either way we're excited about it but moving on because we only we only have so much time left and i want to make sure we get to our last game because i know everyone's excited about it so yeah, that- we're going to zoom through a lot of these other you ones got it? no humankind one that Court and I talked about before we came upstairs. So excited. Man, this game looks awesome. It looks like Civilization. It's already out on PC. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's coming to consoles on November 4th, and it's going to be on Game Pass Day 1. So yeah. you don't even have to pay for it. A, a friend of mine was explaining to me, like, one thing about Civ. Like, so I started playing it when I bought, when I could finally got my PC for the first time in years to do the podcasting and all this great stuff that we're doing. I'm like, I need a PC. I got I to gotta upgrade no longer to the Mac. So I got the PC and I started playing Civ and I got to the point where 
it took like an hour to do a move because I've been playing it for so long. Mm-hmm. For friend, what my friend explained to me is they get rid of that in Humankind. They they just let you play a Civ type game, but in shorter periods. And he told me that I'll start playing this game and I won't play anything else. Mm. So I'm scared, but I'm excited yeah. because this is probably a game that I'll play Game Pass PC. Yeah. Or I'll play even Game Pass on my phone. Yeah. Because it is going to be a cloud. The one thing Game pa- um, Xbox is doing extremely, extremely well is trying to make everything cloud so that I can play it on my phone, play it on my tablet. It's one of those games that in the morning when I have breakfast with my daughter and she's watching whatever she's watching on YouTube or she's on Google Earth. That's her new obsession going on Google Earth and going Spin around. Spin around. Yeah. Yeah. I can play this game while sitting there and just mm. pull out my Xbox controller or, you know what? I can have fun play with my dual sense because Xbox allows that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about this one too. I'm in this inboards court because I definitely have gone down the rabbit hole many times with civilization. And that was a game that I was obsessed with for months and months and months. So I actually think I'm, I'm going to definitely play this when it comes to Xbox for sure. Like it's going to be tough because it comes out in November. Um, but at the very least, this will be a holiday game for sure that I play. So next up, One Piece Odyssey got a quick trailer. It was oh, a cinematic God. trailer coming 2022. <laughs> I'm still cautiously optimistic about this game because I Me like too. these games and I, I, I want this to be good. I want this to be a good One Piece game. And from on, from what they're showing, it could be good. There were so many jokes going around about if you finished watching the actual anime for One Piece, which is like. It's not even over yet. They're they, 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 they finally announced this Even week that they're doing. Like, they finally announced this week. The creator of One Piece actually announced that he's. They're doing the final arc for One Piece wow. now, so it will officially be over like this time next year. Unreal at this point, which is crazy. It's a shame. Going on forever. No, I, I thought I meant like you know, like you guys were sad about this. I was trying to be like in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you wanted me to say. Yeah. Um, and the next up, we got an English trailer for Soul Hackers 2. I remain super excited for that game, but we just didn't really see too much new in that trailer. Um, and then Capcom Arcade Stadium 2 is coming out. This is going to be an interesting arcade collection. That even some people here who are not into arcade stuff might actually be interested in this one. So it has a bunch of Street Fighter games in it. It has a bunch of other Capcom beat-em-up games in it. It's very cheap. It's like 15 bucks and looks pretty awesome. 15 bucks, little man. Yeah. Put, Put that, that shit in my hand. <laughs> yeah. It's got like 40 arcade games in it, oh, me, oh, ranging me. from like Street Fighter Alpha love. 3 to, you know, Knights of the Round and a whole bunch of other classic oh, arcade yeah, games yeah. from Capcom. So I'm the old school person here. I'm, I'm definitely excited about this one. But next up, a game that I know Sean was very excited about when he watched the trailer for this. Metal Hellslinger. This was the, oh, yeah. the metal first-person shooter yes. with Serge Turkin from System of a Down, as yep. well as a whole bunch of other metal Lamb artists. Lamb of God, yes. Yeah, this is, what we found out after the show was essentially this is like a rhythm game yeah, rhythm that's shooter. also a shooter. Yeah, rhythm you shoot shooter. on beat. Yeah, yeah which man. is just crazy to think about. It comes out September 15th. It's PC only, which is why like I'm not super excited for this one, because again, I don't play games on PC. Gotta get you a PC. But I know you're... Well, one day, Sean. But I know you're excited about this one. I mean, the soundtrack alone, like, might even just be worth checking out. And I'm very curious because this is kind of an unproven, an unproven kind of like game mechanic. You know, like, I don't know that we've seen too many games really nail this, but the, the soundtrack alone is really what it captures my imagination. And it seems like a, like a Doom Eternal type style thing. Like, it's just demons. And I don't know where, I don't know where the developer is from here. Like, I, they've got to be from like Norway right. or something, like, where like basically death metal was invented. Or born, or like erupted from the guts <laughs> of the earth. Like, 
I'm I'm stoked about it, and I feel like there's a lot of crossover in in geek nerd culture and metal for whatever reason, and yeah. I'm I'm here for it. Man. I think it's a good fit. I just yeah, I, I hope it's awesome, and uh, I hope it comes to consoles one day. That's all I ask about this one. Um, and then next up, we got another kind of commercial section where we got a commercial for the Quarry. Don't yep. talk about that. We got a commercial for Nightingale, which is a survival game. I don't think anyone here plays survival games. So we'll move on. Then Saints Row got a commercial slash trailer, but it wasn't for the game. It was for a character creator called Bo- the Boss Creator, which you don't know. You can actually go play mm-hmm. that make your own character and you get some, you unlock some stuff for the main game if you create your character now before the game comes out. Transfers over, right? I think yeah. that's what I heard. Yeah. So if you are interested in playing Saints Row and you want to make your character now and want to get some, you know, extra perks, you know, play, play that boss mode demo i guess but we'll see next up warhammer 40k dark tide comes out september 30th this is like the first person shooter warhammer game kind of looks like left for dead but with warhammer in the future yeah i don't think any of us are excited about that i'm excited for it but that's it that's you, all I'll say. you weren't showing the excitement on your face sean while i was talking about it, so i right, just read that excited about it. i know garrett blaine's excited about this game actually so there you go next up one i'm excited about and i think you might be excited about this one too Layers of Fears, dumb title, <laughs> but it's coming out in 2023. It's a remake. I didn't know this till after the show, but it's actually a remake yeah. of Layers of Fear 1 and 2 as opposed to being a sequel. Um, I like Blooper Team's games. I think this looks scary and spooky, and I yeah. can't wait to play this one as yeah. a horror fan. I didn't know. I wish they made they made it a little bit more clear during the show that what it was. It did seem like Layers of Fear seems like a sequel yeah. type of thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done or said. To make it a little bit more clear, but yeah, Unreal Engine 5, like, let's go. Like, there's, those games always look pretty good, and I haven't played through either of them. I've kind of dabbled into them a little bit, but I always thought, like, wouldn't it be amazing if they just looked almost photorealistic? Like, PT, basically, uh, is kind of what it seemed like they were going for, but couldn't really achieve that level. And yeah, Unreal Engine 5 is bonkers. And it seems like they can just, even if they were starting to work on it in uh, Unreal Engine 4, they could port it over. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's what they've been doing. Yeah. What about what about you? What do you think? So I guess I have to hand in my horror gamer card because I've actually never played Layers of Legacy of Fear. Of, or, what was the Layers of Fear? Layers Just of Fear. Layers, layers for one. And two. Uh, it is on my list for potential games for the Backtrackers. Uh, oh, potential. Uh, sorry, I got to plug Ooh. this in. Join us for the Backtrackers. We are playing Stanley Parable. But getting back to the topic, I have not played it, but seeing this trailer, I'm beyond pumped to play because I, I definitely want to check it out as a horror gamer fan. Nice. That's awesome. I, again, I'm so glad there's a, another horror fan besides just me on this panel. But anyways, moving on, we got Gotham Knights. They just showed, you know, Nightwing gameplay. And that's pretty much all we need to say about that. Because there was one final announcement. Court's very upset that you just moved on. You past moved on from Batman, you son of a... I don't even like Batman. I don't even like superheroes. You're not going <laughs> to defend this? He just walks away. It's fine. You know what? We'll talk about the next thing without court, I guess. So we they, we, we saw <laughs> is happening. We saw a very very nice looking Neil Druckmann come out on stage, talk about this little game Clark that may or may not have leaked ahead of time called The Last of Us. I don't know if you guys have ever oh, heard no, of it. No, it definitely leaked because he got mad about it on stage. Yeah. So Last of Us Part One was the first thing they they kind of announced September second. Yes, coming to PC later. A lot of people actually, for some reason, were thinking that. You know, them saying, oh, it's coming to PC as well. Vicky was day date. No, it's coming to PC sometime later. We don't know when, but it's September 2nd. It's when this is coming out. 
it looks cool. It's got, we had kind of side by side kind of mm-hmm. renders between both what we saw in the trailer and then the original game, or at least the remaster on PlayStation 4. Um, and uh, I'm going to go to court first since, you know, I left him out and I moved back well, to the Well, it's just like Batman's like my thing and like you like brushed over Batman and like it's well, uh, like I love Batman. Anyways, we just weren't sure if you were actually like podcasting or like changing clothes. That's more well, no, why I had passing. to change. I felt that was, I was, I felt uncomfortable anymore. It was like I was done. I had to change. Yes. It's I, a huge shirt. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> it always it's looks nice. very nice. It looks nice colors, right? Yeah, my no, dogs like it. So Last of Us Part, part 1 Remake is probably my most anticipated game that they were shown. Yeah. I had my my list of anticipated games for the year were Gotham Knights, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, just because uh, my wife and I have, she loves Harry Potter and then the whole lore and it's something we want to play together. But this game just took it and it's just something that I'm extremely anticipated. We're about to talk about it on the gridlock. Like there's a lot of things mm-hmm. about this game that were already happening. And then we knew we kind of were told it was going to happen, and then PlayStation decided to leak it themselves for some reason. But the fact that we got to see it, and I got to see the... I agree with Sean on... I've now watched it on LA doesn't look as young as she did in the first one. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And Joel looks older. Yeah. But when I played it the first four times, I wasn't a parent. I'm about to be a parent. I'm about to play this again. And I have a daughter. And I don't know how... I'm going to get through the beginning of the game. I really don't because this is the first game ever that I have ever played in my lifetime that has hooked me so emotionally every step of the way and every bit of the journey. And it also has to do with I grew up in Boston and the game is set place in Boston. So there's a lot of familiarities in me. And this game is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, man. By by a long shot. Like Mm -hmm. I have... Games that stick with me, like Ghosts and Goblins, because it was the first video game I ever played on the NES. It's, these are there, but I have to say The Last of Us Part 1 is my ultimate game of all time. Yeah, man. Yeah, this looks special. And I am going to have to wrap my head around like, the difference in the look. Like, there's a lot more detail here. And it does, like you mentioned, like it does age both characters but the immersion looks crazy it dude like and don't get me wrong like it definitely like when they did the side by side it was holy crap like they really did do a number on this game in, a, in the best way possible but like i always looked at ellie as so like quite young and in it like the it's the innocence that kind of like came along with just her very ps3 smooth face because you just didn't really get any kind of detail like that <laughs> but i think this does more naturally translate to like this is why she looked the way that she did in part two part two like it's just, it, it was a big transgression yeah it looks like a different uh-huh. character it looks yeah. like they, they hired a different model yeah. or a different um actress to to play so dude like how can you not be excited about this i i'm curious about the whole like it being leaked um and and neil being upset about it because like didn't the second one leak and they, they yeah, got, Every game leaks. I but know, but it wasn't like it was because I think like it was more upset that it was this Sony. Was a, Sony did it. This sure. was a person that was sitting at a computer that works for PlayStation in the US and that, didn't, that didn't realize that he was in the Pacific time zone and pushed a button at 11 a.m. What was 11? Yeah, it he was, did it three hours before yeah. the actual thing and he just. I, I guarantee you that that's the exact reason why it happened. It was Some somebody coach. like, you know, when you get sent an email for a meeting sometimes and people put it in the wrong time zone. Yeah. yeah. That's literally what just that's happened here. On the it happens box. all the time. Yeah, like, it's unfortunate. It, it really he sounded is. bitter pants about it. Oh yeah. And to be totally honest, as much as I love this game, I was like, 
Yeah, you sound like a little bitter pants. For no well, that's, so that's what I'm getting around to. Is like, wasn't it his studio who had like the worst password protecting all the assets from yeah. The Last of Us Part Two? So yeah. it's like, I mean, it it obviously happens, and he was. It's not. It was. It's not like it was intentional or anything. But, but that he intentionally his, mentioned it on I think live Judo, stage. I think Judo yeah, is like, not. He did. You were talking about their passwords, right? Like, I think that Naughty Dog has gone out of their way since that incident. So that's a good point. So they've got all the work. Well, they've on. done all that stuff to, to, to well, do that. that and whoever did it by an accident to make them feel so little like you did on stage. Yeah, I mean, very. You've done it on your own time and also had other past transgressions that we all know about that are out there. Yeah. You know what? Wrong time, wrong place, especially on live TV. Fair. Yeah. What do you think about... Um, but the game is going to be amazing. What do you think about it's not day and day with PC? Well, I personally couldn't care because I have a PS5, so it doesn't have to impact me. What do you think about like Jesus, how, what it you, means I for... I feel so bad for But what about, like, are, is Sony ever going to do it? I think really this was a missed opportunity. And the only reason I say that is because with this being a game that is essentially already out there, this is a great... Opp- this was or is a great opportunity for them to say, hey, we're going to do this day and day with That's this. what I thought. I, I think it's... The, the moving forward, they're going to start having things day and date on PC. I think that thought process changed just like they did from we're not doing a Game Pass to now we're yeah. doing PlayStation Plus. I think moving forward, I don't think God of War will be day and date on PC, but I think moving forward after God of War, because it sounds like everything changes after God of War releases, that day and date on PC will be, yeah, will be a thing. But when you set things in motion, like this game has been, in the process of being made for years, mm-hmm. you can't go back and change that now. Fair. But they, as a company, have changed their thought process. PlayStation Plus is a thing now. They do have a Game Pass competitor. Are they doing data and day and dates on PS Plus? No, but PC is a thing now. The fact that when you get Windows 11 now and you can hook up your DualSense and that was a thing that they allowed, that means PC games are a thing to them now. So you think it's more of like a development Yes. Thing more than a strategy yes. and, and adoption kind of thing. Because we all know PlayStation, their architecture on they do on their Well, they, they can't like just turn the wheels exactly. instantly. Yeah, I mean, it's a right click Xbox makes the game for PC because their consoles are also made like for PC. Well, they also like, they, they needed a developer that's comfortable. Well, Nixus, based, like right? Nixus, right? They so, brought Nixus in and I, I think like you're seeing the fruits of that yeah. labor, but I think it takes I think after God of War. Get I, it to day I think the next Ghost of Tsushima yeah. will be day and day. You don't think it could be God of War? No, I don't think God of War. I think God of War has been too much in development. I don't think they have time. Yeah. By and this, I don't think Spider-Man has time. Yeah. Miles oh, Moore. yeah. I don't think Spider-Man or, does either. Or, or even Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't, sorry, Spider-Man 2. That's what you meant. Yeah. I don't think they have time for that. So, you know what? After Spider-Man 2, because I think it's going to have to be any game that started in development when they changed their mind last year. When they mm. flipped that switch about six months ago, because that's it's it's only been six months. Or, or I, I would say like any of the live service games that we know that they're working on. Yeah, like, like factions. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, definitely, for definitely, PC, definitely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because I think that might be the delay. Because yeah. that was my thing. I thought that that was going to be their announcement. That factions is going to be. I still think it's going to be PS Plus. Like I don't see how it's not. It's a free to play game for PlayStation. It's it's coming on. I mean, the numbers they had for their PC, like when they did that giant crazy. presentation, like yeah. But most They're of that, we found out why with, with right? Ma- Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Like, I and think the, that's and those will, will sell through big time, yeah. right? for sure. And then, and then we've also gotten certain other things that have leaked that we won't talk about here that we also know are coming to PC. <laughs> he yeah, we, we can't directly into my soul. Oh, he's like, we're, we're not going to do it because Sean's here. <laughs> I do want to commend Sony and Naughty Dog for 
doing this remake because it's been rumored for so long and yeah. everyone's like we don't need it we don't need it we need it. firefly collection sold out Money. already just like that but and we'll discuss this at gridlock not everybody liked the last of us part two so doing a remake for the last of us part one which unanimously everybody loves is going to bring back those fans who didn't like part two back into the universe alongside the hbo show and after that, we get Factions Part 2. This is a perfect way mm -hmm. to get everybody back on board for The Last of Us brand so that when they eventually do The Last of Us Part 3, which I assume they will, everybody's going to be buying it day one. Well, not even Corey, he just uh, took your job. PlayStation Drive. Yeah. It was big. It's over. I'm not going to lie. I, I always think about Last of Us Part 2 right now as the prequels from Star Wars. As much as like when they came out, I was like, these suck. Now I go back and I'm like, <laughs> they're good. And it's just, I didn't have to, it was, I was so caught up in the, the, the effects the and everything. Well, no, I was caught up in the effects and it was driving sure. me absolutely crazy. I thought the story was good. I, some of the parts were, yeah, but it's still, but when you look at The Last of Us Part 2, I didn't hate it. I thought it was too darn long. Yep. But I think when we do the gridlock and I play Last of Us again, I'm probably not going to play one again because I can't because now I know the remake's coming and just yeah. go back and do it. Yeah. But I'll probably play two again on my PS5 just to go through it again and see if I still have the same motion. What if you change your mind replaying this second one? Like, ooh. No, I don't. Like, I, I, I truly feel The Last of Us Part 1, like, Back to the Future to me is a perfect movie. Yeah. Last of Us Part 1 is a perfect video game for me. And that's just for me for story-wise. I play games for story. That's the type of game I like. And The Last of Us Part 1 was perfect. I actually, when they first announced The Last of Us Part 2, I actually was not happy. Me too. I wish they just stuck it with one Same. game. And I, Neil Druckmann kept saying he was going to. Mm -hmm. And then when they announced Part 2, I'm like, no, man. Yeah. Like, I love the ending. It was yep. almost like, you know when um, Breaking Bad had one of the best endings in television history? The Last of Us Part 1 had one of the best endings in video game history. Agreed. When she looked in the car, she knew that he did what he did, and she let it go. And then they act in Last of Us Part... You know what? We could do... No, I'm going to yeah, stop. Yeah, I was going to say, save it from the pod, you guys. What did you think about factions being so far off? I mean, that's exactly what I expected. I was really? Not, I was not expecting that to come out this year at all but like that's one thing to say that but like it like the, what do you have to show us we have a we have a we have an a, illustration a but we have but concept art they specifically said that they're aiming for 2023 which is exactly what i, I personally uh, i think, I think gonna, it was ready and then they went a different way and said we're gonna make this free to play it's gonna be on playstation plus we want it bigger yeah. than what you're making i think the scope of the game changed halfway yeah. through i think the, the whole scope of the franchise changes though like what Nagatron yeah. was saying where the way that they're doing this, a lot of people were talking about doing a part one, part two pack in to where they're going to put both of the remakes together. I think now that you see them bringing out part one, they've got the HBO show. I draw it to parallels of um, the F1 series that they do on Netflix. It's uh, Drive to Survive. That's what it is, where they're trying to put out a show to people that maybe have never watched Last of Us before. Fans that have never, well, not fans, but making fans of essentially a sport, or in this case, Last of Us, to bring people in to play the game for the first time, right? So they put out the HBO show, and then all of a sudden, oh, that show is amazing. I want to play the video game. I want to buy a PS5, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, next thing you know, Naughty Dog's putting out a part two remake, right? Mm, two or three, days, two two or three years out or whatever it is. But for me, like, they're trying to build this, like, ecosystem within this particular franchise and they're also trying to use the entertainment side of thing to draw in a completely new fan base on top of the people and, and by the way uh bad bit was 100 correct 
when you light up that shot, there's a clicker in the background. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's there. And I'm like, to play the remake again, it's, I didn't do it before. And when I play the remake, I'm going to be putting a headset on. I want That's how I played to, the first one. See, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, man. I, I played the first one sobbing and I still have a, like, <laughs> just there, the whole time. You're like, there, there, is a, there is a movie and I can't remember what it is right now. And there was a, a, a young girl waking up in bed and her dad is not there and she gets up and goes downstairs. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like it freaked me out. And I, I'm still like, and, and people think this is spoilers. Like seriously, play a game from 10 years ago, please. Um, you can spoil it for me. I've never They're going to play it for the first time. With no this kidding. Movie. I've literally never played it before. So I'm not going to so get it. I'm just seeing a girl sorry. waking up in a bed with a... The, the That's it. You don't need I'm to say anything else. Yeah. So it's it's just even that. Story. When I see it in any movie and I see it in anything and, and, and it's not even The Last of Us, it still gets me. Yeah. And that's how I know that this is the best game I've ever played. That's how I know because it emotionally gets me every time. Bioshock is there too. I'd have to say my two favorite games of all time are The Last of Us Part 1 and the original Bioshock. But The Last of Us Part 1 isn't even out yet. It's just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm just the lowest person on this table for The Last of Us Part 2, only be, or Part 1, only because. Freudian slip. Yeah. Only because. Part 2 sucks. Number 2. Part 2 left a little bit of sour teeth in my mouth. <laughs> but that's not the real reason. It doesn't suck. So here, here's the thing. I love the original Last of Us. I, 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 when I played oh, it for I the first time, team part one is right at the same Hell time. yeah. Uh, I oh, can't high five no, this. You guys, oh, I know. What? I told him to F off the other day. Remember we're part, where's part, part two? two? He's part two guy. Remember oh. I told him to F off. Part I one. did the, did you like my gift that I threw back at you? Anyways, going back to what I was talking about. <laughs> the re- you the, talk about Last of Us. Like, my, my, again, I am lower on the scale because I personally, this is the type of game because I, I, everyone knows. I love replaying games. I love going back and revisiting old classics and games that I love. But this is the type of game that I had such a special experience playing it the first time that I know it'll be diminishing returns going back. No way. So I no, it, you I, don't know I, that. I've no, it four no, times. I you don't four, know that. I say I four no, times. No, I know. No, because here's the thing. I tried playing it again when it came to PlayStation Four. No, with the remastered, I, I got I got ten so hours I, in, and I, I I was like, I can't do this again. I was loving the remastered, and the one thing I also loved is I still remembered where all the optional conversations were, and I was like, I was going through because I platinum it on the PS3. That's how much I love this game. It is, a, it is a very You did the multiplayer? That's, a, that's, a, that's hard. Is, so I, I couldn't get it on PS4. I, I got it on PS3. I couldn't get it on PS4. I, I played factions like nobody's business. So like, I really like The Division. Yeah. And when factions comes back, that's Division, Heartland, and factions are probably the only free-to-play or we don't we'll know. We'll probably see Division tomorrow. I hope so. Yeah, oh, no, we won't. Uh, and we won't. Damn it! Why are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> is the whole like the you whole? You that? I just told you we won't. Is the whole thing like for Xbox to show like out there? Like, every like the whole. Pretty much. Is there a word document that somebody took a picture no. on somebody else's screen? <laughs> a it's a word time. document that Court wrote up that he took a picture. No, exactly. it actually just got put. It's out. not a I word document. It's a well, notepad document. But anyways, it's it's. Factions I played a ton of. On PS4, I couldn't because I, there wasn't enough people playing. But Factions, to me, was the perfect multiplayer. Everything about it was just fun. It seemed like it had like a... It had, like a it had layers. Like, it had layers. Yeah, yeah. I it never got into it. It, it. it was like there was no way to be the best at it. You just had to play it. 
The thing that I thought about it that I was, I was totally wrong about was that it was the, at the tail end of an era of video games where a game would have a really strong single player and they go tack on a multiplayer onto it. And I totally missed out because that was, was a, so good. it was so a closed minded way of thinking about it. It's so good. It was, it, it was one of those ones where, like I said, like Call of Duty, you'd go in and you'd have those guys that would just mope you down. Right. But in factions, it was like, Hey, I'm over here. Like it was, you couldn't, you could be good at it, but you couldn't be the best mm. because it didn't matter. Because if your teammates lay you at the dry, it is over. Everyone can contribute. Yeah. You, it had to be everybody is working as a I, team. Well, I guess we'll play in 2027. Yeah. It's not a year. No, it'll, it'll be a, factions will be on next year. I, I'm pretty confident in saying that. But <laughs> I, I truly think it's because they were going to wait for the HBO show because they're going to make it free to play yeah. and they're going to make Well, they're going to want something time to do They, they, they want it. It's going to be free to play. It's going to be PlayStation Plus and it Halo will sell subscriptions. Play. It will sell subscriptions. And it'll be done with actual content coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, to, oh, just oh. to round out this conversation, I'm not day one on Last of Us remake. I, in fact, I don't know if I'll pick it up at all. But I'm glad you guys are excited about it because, again, it looks good. It looks like it's going to be a quality remake and it's going to be great for Last of Us fans. But, you know, I personally am not excited about it. I just had to get my two cents in. That's all, guys. I'm sure you did. But anyways, before we go, <laughs> real quick, because we got a couple minutes. Do, do you guys, uh, um, what did everyone think about the showcase? Now, you talk, I'm going to start with you. Honestly. Overall, overall, what'd you, how'd you feel about it? Give us five minutes, Corey, okay? <laughs> what? Uh, I personally actually enjoyed uh, Summer Games Fest quite a bit. I know people were kind of poo-pooing all over it because it doesn't really replace E3 because they didn't. There were some games they didn't like. When I watched E3, not every single game is a is a banger for me. So for Summer Games Fest, same experience. But there were so many bangers in here. Street Fighter Six banger. La- <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, Last of like, Us banger is like, part of the <laughs> banger. Banger, 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 banger. But not every game is going to resonate. But there were plenty that did, and it. The, it did what it, it meant it to do, which is it got me hyped. Yeah. It was very good. That's my, that's all. It was good. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was kind of like around like a B-ish rating. Like I didn't think that there was a lot there that necessarily would blow me away. But I think also too, Last of Us being kind of leaked prior to, I think that that kind of diminished it a little bit as well. Um, but for me, yeah, it was just kind of, there was a couple things in there for me and I thought it was just, yeah, it was good. Thanks. Sean, what do you think? I cannot afford this conference. I can't <laughs> afford to buy all the games. Therefore, it is great. It was B for Blow Me Away, B for Banger, uh, B plus even, because you get both of them. B squared, right? B squared. <laughs> yeah. Or even like cube, just like Alien Cube. As for me, um, I-, I thought it was good. I just think that there were some pacing issues with the presentation itself, but the game selection that we got was pretty cool. Like, how many rows do you have on that page right there? Like, how many games did we just discuss? Like, 40 or 50 games. That's enough games. There's a, that's enough slices. Sean, there could always be more games because they're Like, what else? That's that's my issue. With, I know. Like, uh, it's an F. Like, what do you, there's like dozens. You didn't say F. Uh, I know, I know, but I know, not you, not, not Ryan, but like the internet. And yeah. it's like, no, well, yeah, I've said this before and I'll say it again. The internet sucks. The internet sucks. <laughs> Twitter, the Twitter's world. not a real place. But we're here because of the internet, so that's neat. But yeah. No, but yes yeah. and no. That's but neat. the, I think, I, I like the voice of the internet. The, the voice of the internet gets more traction. I, 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 I've done this before. I can put out a tweet from our carpool gaming and be like, you reply. There's many people that reply of like, have a great weekend. But if I said, hey, this weekend sucks. You know how many people yeah. will reply to that? Yeah. But I don't want to do that because that's just the way the that's internet right. works, that's unfortunately. True. That's true. Well, that's, I think that's going to round out <laughs> Does it, our conversation 
on Summer Game Fest. Um, but so I want to say a huge thank you to our two guests yeah. for being here. First of all, now you're talking where can people find you once again if they want to find you on the internet somewhere? If you want to see tweets about Near Autotonoma and Backtrackers, then you can follow me on Twitter, Nagachaka, and I'm also on the Discord as well. That sounds like a good Twitter account right there. It's got enough near Automata on it. Jordan, where can people awesome. find you? Awesome, yeah, this was this was great. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter web at at Jayla underscore 15. Uh, our podcast is at Royal City Gaming. We talk about games, uh, stuff that we're watching on TV, all the obscure things that we watch on television, like uh, garbage TV, like TLC. We love to watch a lot of that <laughs> nice, stuff. Nice. If you're interested in that, check us out. It's not I just about video one. games. Me and my buddy talk about all sorts of different uh, things that we uh, we do in the entertainment and gaming space and all the other different shenanigans that we get up to. So check us out. We much appreciated. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. And uh, Court, where can people find you? Uh, you can find <laughs> You can find me at Carpool Gaming uh, on Twitter. Uh, that 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 will be me. Or you, you can also find us on TikTok. Oh, you can also find us on Instagram, and you can also find me at Court Lalonde. And you can find me live Wednesdays for Three Dads and a Con. I feel like I'm Sean right now. I'm naming up way too many things. You got so many, many projects. Po- yeah, how many podcasts do you have? I only have two podcasts: one, two video YouTube shows, and four social media. Twitter accounts that I run. That's too many slices, Court. That's a lot. That's enough slices. That's a lot of uh, Sean, where can people find you? Oh, I say, and you, and now it's your turn. You can find me on Twitter and on Twitch at Sean Capri. Of course, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants, and two of us are repping the merch. People, Who would that be? Keep buying the merch, you guys. It is awesome. It, it's very soft against the skin. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Pretty I soon we'll have photos of a certain I someone wish, at this I could table. Not sweat like you do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I, would, if I was wearing this, you, it would be. It would be bad. How do we stop sweating? As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming, on YouTube at youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming, on podcast services around the globe. So for Naga Chaka and Court Lalonde and Jordan LaRose and Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been a Carpool Gaming Presents Summer Game Fest, and we're out.